A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Where we It's all very exciting for us, actually, live on the show, because the England won the Test match while oh, yeah. we were on. We and went live. You, you don't hear that again. We were simulcasting. No, we were. So Mars. Very exciting. But in between all that, we had a bit of a chat, didn't we? We did. About various things. And we also were joined by a former Birmingham City striker who has made the big issues top 100 influencers. Yeah, nice story. Helpers of the homeless. A, a lovely story from the uh, the world of football. So uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, we're going to talk about Leeds with James Brown in a minute. So we'll yeah. discuss the more detail of that. But I, enjoy, I enjoyed the game. It was really yeah, a very good game, yeah. It was yeah. a good game. And uh, I thought Robbie Gotts, that was an interesting fact, 35 times as an unused sub before last night's start, which was great for him. He had a chance, didn't he? But he just couldn't quite... Yeah, well, they have had plenty yeah. of chances, oh, they didn't did, they? Yeah. He'd be good for Panini sticker swaps, though, wouldn't he? Gotts, Gotts, haven't Gotts. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah, much, that's, yeah. That'd be good, And yeah. Bielsa's blue bucket. Well, if, he, if he'd sign for Haven and Water. <laughs> Louisville, you'd be, you'd love it, wouldn't you? Why? There's your headline. Haven't got. Haven't got. It's yeah. true. Perfect. And uh, Bielsa's blue bucket. I'm thinking it must be so uncomfortable. Surely a touch of the farmers by the end of the season. Well, it, could, it could do. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we won't go into too much detail there. Over no, lunchtime. And uh, <laughs> that little sort of blonde patch of hair on the Arsenal backup keeper Martinez. I thought, yeah. Obviously a fan of Dickie Davis. Yeah, well, I'm sure he is. I was the first. I'm surprised the Moose didn't ask him about it. Last <laughs> Who loved night. cop suck? A cop and he did it myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cop soccer. soccer. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, it's not the, an easy thing to say. The is infamous it? mistake that he made. <laughs> um, we didn't get around to talking about. Uh, Hans Tilkowski, the former West Germany keeper who mm. uh, was in, in goal in 1966 at Wembley in the World Cup final, sadly died at the weekend, aged 84. And um, he was one of the many players that you did a Phoenix from the Flames with um, yeah. on fantasy football. Yeah, you, he was a very you, nice man. You went over to Dortmund. That was his former club, wasn't it? You went over yeah. to Dortmund and, and filmed it there. We filmed it, and it was a sort of response to the Jeff Hurst one that we we'd made. Mm. And uh, the thing was, Hans was a lovely man, but he yeah, no English whatsoever. And what we used to do for the people who didn't speak English yeah. is we'd sort of write it all out on boards, hold the board up. Phonetically. Phonetically. So basically there weren't the actual words, obviously. So it yeah. would be, I remember when we did the one with Roger Miller, mm. it was the same. And uh, he was pretending to be Peter Purvis. I'm afraid Hans made Roger Miller look like Michael Sheen. Oh, really? <laughs> wasn't great. But it is weird when you see man. these phonetic boards and then there's uh, Roger going... Have you ever wondered where all the power for this building? It was very strange. But Hans, he did it in that um, he did it in that style, didn't he? Yeah, really yeah. of uh, and the late Eusebio also had a bit of a problem as well. So, yeah. yeah, it's not easy. Was he still honest. quite sort of sprightly when you went over there? You probably, yes, I suppose it was. You know, what is he? Been in his early sixties then, about twenty six years ago. So mm. yeah. 
he was, and uh, very nice man. Sad, and of course, it was a great, it was a great moment. I, th- I do feel for the, the guys for him, of sixty-six. Obviously. No, no, for the guys of sixty-six, it's hard now as they, yeah. you know, as they go through their lives, people they knew, people they played against, or dying. It's, it's very sad, actually. Mm. But uh, there we go, and uh, I enjoyed meeting them. It's funny enough, there's not. There's only a minute of it on YouTube. Okay. In your, if you want to look it up, if you put Tilkowski Phoenix, you'll get you'll get the idea. But it's not the full thing. Did, so did you play a part in that one? Were you in it? I don't think I can't remember. To be honest, right. I might have been. If I, if I, yeah, maybe I, I'd have well, to. Well, if you were out. there, it was in Dortmund. They needed. They weren't going to employ. Only thing I remember was a use. terrible Italian meal. <laughs> <laughs> Typical of you to remember the food. <laughs> yeah. So don't go for an Italian meal in Dortmund. I don't know that many people. Well, were hopefully planning it's to improved anyway. since then. But uh, the it other wasn't pre-Christmas uh, mm. thing we never got round, which I, I was reminded mm. of this morning, courtesy of Sandra Carter in the mm. Telegraph. She said, "Sir, now that we've disposed of both turkey and pudding days ago, mm. has anyone any idea what to do with all the golf tees from the crackers?" Because it's surprising, you know. Yeah. Well, the, the the amount of people that play golf to the amount of people that get a golf tee in their cracker. <laughs> I didn't get a golf tee in my cracker. Well, that's because Andy, you defied the misses, your misses. No, I didn't. And in bought, the oh, you didn't. <laughs> no, no, you're didn't. not brave enough. No, I wasn't. you were thinking of buying Harrods crackers. <laughs> I just wonder what you've she, got in them. She goes mad if I do that. So I, I decided I was going to, and then I thought, nah. What do you get in a Harrods? You get like a set of golf you clubs. They get, <laughs> get a slightly upmarket, slightly more upmarket. Prize, but uh, it's still the same old tut, is same it? Same old rubbish. Yeah, really. yeah, okay, yeah. But proper yeah, all, tape measure great. and things like I, that. Yeah, uh, I, I like this one in the court circular uh, yeah. today. The engagement has been announced between Miss L. Worcester and Mr. V. W. Van der Spa. And of course, if they have kids, they've got, they've got to call him Edwin, haven't they? I'd like to think so. Or yeah. Edwina. That would that would be good. Yeah. Well, why not? Uh, anyway, thank you too. Thank you to Shirley. Yeah, Shirley Barrett, who came. Uh, on Christmas Eve to the, to the show, show. Yeah, with the listeners she's uh, sent us a lovely letter beautifully written as well yeah. do you remember the old writing older listeners will remember that BBC Test Cricket they used to handwrite the scoreboard right I think Shirley Shirley's related to the lovely person, handwriting beautiful, beautiful. Handwriting. And, and a lovely drawing of you and, and your mate Sockley Park she's taken yeah. a, you look like a young hipster in your sort of late 30s <laughs> yeah. she's taken about 30 years <laughs> off you there <laughs> Look at that's that. That's true. So that's different. True, yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, today's um, big um, survey, scientific oh, yeah. survey, like Andy, survey yeah. is that uh, running is good for you. Oh, really? So uh, research grants all round, I'd say. <laughs> well done, everybody. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wants better protection for Daniel James from referees. Well, tell him to stop flinging himself to the ground every time he's tackled. Well, that he, might help. He would argue that is part that is part of his defence. And we've seen with lots of players over the years they've, no, they've used that one, haven't they? I like him. And, he's, and he does go at pace. So, of course, if you touch yeah. him, he goes flying. But... Too often, I think. Good so. thing about the FA Cup is you sometimes get introduced to a new mascot, a new oversized oh, yeah. mascot, and that was the case really with um, uh, Desmond the Dragon the other day at Rochdale. Have you seen Desmond? I've not seen Desmond. He's he's a kind of massive dragon. Heads uh, in his there. He's, he's green and yellow, and right. he wears a Rochdale shirt. An oversized Rochdale. I don't know where Desmond the Dragon, Harry got the gig at Rochdale, but uh, I'll try and find out. Have you noticed that all media organisations, in fact, all organisations, are trying to attract younger listeners, younger viewers, younger participants? Is that why you're wearing that baseball cap? That's very much so, yeah. And uh, now the latest to do that is uh, Radio 3. They're seeking to make programmes more accessible to younger listeners. Hmm. Unless you can Snapchat Beethoven's fifth, I wouldn't bother. (laughs) What's the point? (laughs) Maybe Beethoven will come on and say hi to all my fans. 
And the same with skiing. Skiing uh, uh, alarm people who run skiing by the slide in young visitors. And again, you know, unless you can put a, try putting a 15 second version of Ski Sunday on YouTube. That'll work. <laughs> See, my, my view is wait till these people are a bit older. And then they will come to these things. You can't, you can't force young people to like Radio Three, can you? Forget it. It's not going to happen. Well, so I think some probably some people do, don't they? <coughs> I think they're back, they want their classical fix, Andy. I mean, it's like you going off to the ballet or the opera. You can't tell the difference between the two, as we discovered yeah, but I'm not, yesterday. I'm not sixteen. No, that's true. You're not. Not that's anymore. True. You remember Beethoven when he was around, don't you? <laughs> I do. Actually. I think you met him a couple of times. Very, very much so. Yeah. Uh, somebody older than me is a 103-year-old Philip Parker. Oh yeah. What's uh, his secret? Uh, beekeeping and crop growing. Really? Mm. Not, not red wine or porridge or whiskey. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So I might get myself some bees. Um, the Anita Bruckner, the author of Hotel du Lac, oh, yeah. uh, left 2.4 million in her will last year. We stayed in a similar place in Cheltenham last season, a Hotel du Lac of a good breakfast. <laughs> Did we, what was it, bad last year? I can't, I can't remember that the year before. I can't it all merges into one glorious thing. Uh, can't particularly, oh, no, yeah, it was the pies. It was them, the, the, it was the last year, I remember the hotel, the, the joy, the breakfast was good, but it was the crust on the evening pie we had that night. You could cut diamonds with with it. The steak that choked Paul Jiggins. Yeah, that's right. It nearly <laughs> killed Paul Jiggins, which is terrible. The West Ham fans would have been cheering, but it would have been a disaster if that had been the case. Was you a particularly hirsute person as a child? When did you, was you a hairy boy, Andy? No, I wasn't. Well, yeah, just, we only asked the question because Robson Green apparently reckons he had a hairy chest when he was 12. Really? Yeah. Well, you know. We had a in. couple of boys at school who uh, who had sort of tashes when they mm. were sort of 15. Oh, yeah, you get and a few of those. A few. And uh, a bit of a hair. Yeah, but uh, 12 is pushing it a bit. It is a little bit. Yeah. You see a bluefin tuna went for £2.4 million. Where's, who's it gone to? Is it, which, so which team? <laughs> I, don't know. I think it's... Uh, is that Liverpool again? Grampus 8. I think it's Liverpool again. They've managed, <laughs> they've managed to pick up something for, you know, less than £5 million It quid. is the tuna transfer window. It is the tuna transfer window. And I didn't yeah. realise this programme was on because somebody wrote to the... What, this programme? No, no, this programme. Oh, okay. I didn't realise. Somebody I'd be wrote worried if that was the case then. <laughs> We'd just be speaking to nobody. Yeah. Well, probably are anyway. Well, that's a good chance. Every <laughs> chance. Every chance. Somebody wrote to the Daily Star about this programme called Britain's Favourite Breakfast Cereal. Oh, yeah, I saw a bit of it, Is yeah. that really a TV show? Oh, yeah, show? two hours, oh, mate. goodness sake. Two hours. Surely that's the Talking end of Talking heads, saying, like, <laughs> sugar puffs all day and then someone else saying, <laughs> oh, all so, Weetabix. So and bad, oh, I, I did uh, rice crispies uh, for me. Somebody was in uh, and Hollyoaks. A question I'll be asking every day during the transfer window. Has Koulibaly joined West Ham yet? No, it's, it's, it's the, well, you're going to have the Koulibaly countdown. I see if Jim will put a ticker on the clock on Sky. And I can't believe Olivia Coleman got a Golden Globe for playing a miserable version of herself in The Crown. It's unbelievable, really. He wasn't pleased with the performance. No, really, it, wasn't really. it got better, I felt. I walked, it was yeah. always a, a, First three, I thought, oh, this is hopeless. But by the end, it was almost as if... You'd bought into uh, it. Bought into it a bit yes, more. It's, it's an mm. excellent... I only watched The Crown in the first place. I thought mm. it sounded terribly soapy, but... It was, only, it was only you that made me watch it, and I'm glad you did because uh, oh, no, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was good. Brilliant TV. Yeah, I think anyway, so. um, Freddie's oh, been. Hang on a minute. 
What's wrong? I forgot to say that it's our energy levels peak at 1028 and slump after lunchtime at 243. So watch out for me at 243. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of used to it, really. <laughs> I, normally, I thought yours normally go between one and four. <laughs> Freddie's been in touch. He was interested. He? Um, oh, yeah. You often tell us that your wife is a great re-gifter. She is a great re-gifter. And we call her Noel Re-Gifton Williams. <laughs> or Re-Gifton Noel Williams. Yeah. But, um, yeah, did she do any uh, Re-Gifton Noel Williams over? For Christmas, maybe she received a tall sport book signed by at least two presenters that she could pass on uh, for the next festive period. <laughs> I did have to sign a talk sport book that somebody had bought. I went to a, a sort of family party on Sunday morning, yeah, and someone had bought somebody else there the talk sport book. So they wanted me to sign it. So it has to be signed by at least two TalkSport presenters. <laughs> yeah, I know. You so should have got a cab round to Jim's house <laughs> and got him to sign it as well. That would have been good. Yeah. And uh, in the paper today, there was a story about a woman who was very unhappy. Yes. It was in the sun, actually, yeah. Uh, a mum wants cinema goes with big hair band after a view of Frozen 2 was blocked by a woman's huge bun. That's bun, B-U-N. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I do feel for her, because that, that happens. We went, we took the kids to see the snowmen, the grandchildren. Yeah. And I had somebody quite tall in front of me. I couldn't see it either. And my little grandson, he had to sort of go pressed right up to sort of see through them. Yeah. I mean, the woman who went to Frozen, she's got to let it go, isn't she? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> she should. And on that bombshell. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. It's been suggested by David Collins, Andy, that you will definitely 100% try to buy that smart pan, but accidentally buy a casserole dish instead <laughs> and have to call customer services for a refund. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely, you know him too well, He's David, right. after all these years of listening. <laughs> So, um, it is Hawksby and Jacobs uh, here on Talk Sports. And, uh, Andy, do you have anything for us? Uh, yes, what have I got here? Oh, yeah, this is a story about a rugby league player, Sean Lunt of Batley Bulldogs, yeah. who had a hair transplant in Turkey and then was back in training three days later. And you think... Fair enough, it wasn't a heart transplant. Well, maybe they've actually spelled it wrong and it was a heart transplant. Imagine that. I'm sorry, did we say I've had a hair transplant? Was it a hair? No, it was a heart transplant. I knew it was one of them. I always get those two. It's a big difference, isn't it, really? Always reminds me of that bloke from Roy's Gym in Kingston. Roy's Gym in Kingston. Anyway, should we come back to that later on? Because uh, perusing uh, this week's uh, big issue, they've they've done a special. They've done the top one hundred change makers, the thinkers, creating and agitators, changing the world in twenty twenty. With an eye, of course, it being uh, the big issue on the work they can do with uh, the homeless. And uh, among all the names uh, yes. was was Jeff Horsfield, formerly Birmingham City, uh, who's done fantastic work in the Midlands with his foundation. So I thought it was only right and proper we had a chat yeah, with Jeff to find out more about, about it, yeah. uh, this, this great honour. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Well, look, congratulations. You must, you must be chuffed to have, to have made the top 100. Yeah, of course I am. And I, I only read it yesterday, but it's, to, to me, it's not about that. It's just about trying to help people. I set the foundation up a couple of years ago to, to help people uh, with mental health, homeless people in, in, in and around Birmingham. So it's going fantastically well, and uh, we're getting people back on the feet. How did this come about? What was the sort of catalyst for you to get involved in, in helping the homeless? I, I started 
any coaching badge at Port Vale under Mickey Adams. Really fell out of love with football, and a lot of people will, will not understand that, but didn't enjoy that side of it. Uh, decided to come out, had a little bit of a break, and set a little maintenance company up and started working for a woman uh, that had got houses, uh, home, uh, housing homeless people with mental health. So I started doing that and, and set up on myself, and I've now got seven houses in and around Birmingham trying to get them off the streets. It's brilliant, and this time of year, it's so needed, isn't it? I mean, you see people sleeping on the streets or being on the streets, and it's cold, and you think, oh, that, that should never happen. Oh, of course, and I look at it, and, and a lot of people just think, well, we need to help them near Christmas and when it's, when it's wet and when it's cold. Well, I disagree. We've got to help them all year round because course, yeah. some have not been as privileged as us and, and had a, a good upbringing, marriage breakdowns, people have been abused, uh, and... and we're just trying to help and trying to put put them back into into normal society. And if we can do do that in in small steps, then all all well and good. Yeah, I mean, I was reading in this piece that it's not just uh, giving them a bed and and some food and and a shower, etc. You you're trying to get some of these guys into training as well, boys and girls into training on electrics, plumbing, joinery, so they they have a trade as well that they can uh, they can go and get themselves work. Yeah, first and foremost, we, we try to house them. Uh, so we try to get them in some support accommodation in, in, within those properties. Uh, and then as soon as the mental health, which which is a huge, obviously it's been in football for the last two or three days, the mental health state, uh, we try to get them back into training. We've got in Birmingham, Erdington Skills Centre that they can go and do six, eight, 12 weeks course on construction. They can also do other courses as well. So as soon as we've done that and get them into training, then we try to get them into independent living as well and, and get them on the way. And so I'm sure you've had a few heartwarming stories along the way. Do people uh, keep in touch that have had their lives turned around by the foundation? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've had some fantastic uh, success stories. Uh, they always come back to us uh, and tell us how they're doing, going on to independent living. But uh, as much as it is that I've done in Birmingham City and West Bromwich Albion, uh, believe it or not, even the Villa fans have been fantastic, which mm. I'm not very well liked on that side of the city. But <laughs> listen, football, football comes second, uh, and they've been fantastic. All the city's been fantastic. Yeah, I was, I was checking out your Twitter feed, and you, you get signed shirts and stuff that you auction off to raise funds for the foundation. Yeah. So, although you may have fell out of love with football, the, the people in the game have been supportive of what what you're doing. They've been absolutely fantastic. Uh, Jacko, the West Brom kit man. Uh, the chairman at Birmingham City, Dean Smith, the Aston Villa manager, who I know well, they've all been absolutely fantastic. And if every, everybody does a little bit of things, then it all helps. Yeah. And uh, you, do you keep in touch with the game? Do you still watch? you still get the matches? Yeah, I, I, I'm sat, I've just done the school and I'm sat with Lexi, my daughter, that is a mad, mad Birmingham City fan. Mm. Uh, so I go down to the games constantly. And I try to, obviously, I, I watch the football on the TV, but... My heart and soul is in, into helping people and, and trying to get them off the streets. So this is this is your kind of full time for you these days. You, you've thrown all your weight into the foundation, yeah? Yeah, I'm so passionate about uh, trying to obviously do what I've spoke about. Uh, it's full time. Uh, it's day and night. Somebody, somebody might ring me. I might find somebody on the street when I go to the shop at six, seven o'clock. If I do find that and their story. Uh, he's genuine. I'll put them in a hotel for a couple of days and then and try to find them some accommodation. So, like I said, if we can help somebody, then uh, all well and good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We're back tomorrow. We've got Paul Sinner, the Sinner man's in. Yeah. 
Tom Carriage. Two men who've lost a lot of weight. They certainly have. That's right. Tom Carriage joining us. That's right. I've said that twice. Um, well, Tom Carriage, twice, he's in. <laughs> Tom Carriage. And Tom Carriage is coming in. The Carriage Brothers. And um, is that anything else? Uh, there was one other. Oh, oh, Rob Burrows joined us. Yeah, we look the forward voice to that. there of John Cadogan, our producer. producer. He rarely he gets more money when he speaks. He's <laughs> like an extra in Coronation Street. He goes into the cabin and he actually says, Thank you very much, Norris. He gets more money. Okay, yeah, uh, we will catch up with you then. Thanks for uh, listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.